You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Greg, it's an exciting week already. It is not an exciting week <laughs> yet because you cannot be celebrating it this early. You can't, I don't according understand. To the rules, according to your rules? According to the birthday rules, mm. it is illegal to start celebrating this this early. You do not get an entire week. You don't get an entire month. You get one day. No, I get the month. No, I believe that the rules I read was the month up until the day of your birthday. So basically from the first to whenever your birthday is, which mine happens to be on the ninth. You know what? I actually started writing out the birthday rules this weekend. So maybe we can go through a little bit of these and I can explain to you why you're wrong. Mm. Hello, this is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. And it is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, you can tune in live at funemploymentradio.com slash live and subscribe to the live stream for only $6.99 a month. The first week is free. Amazing. And you get access to all of the amazing things in the archives and all the live shows on the network. So many awesome things. Only $6.99 a month. Including in the exclusive section, you get to see pictures of uh, me cleaning Sarah's kitchen from last year, <laughs> for her, which was her birthday present last year. And it's, um, it's disturbing. It will disturb you for a while since it is Halloween month. If you want a good scare, to look at pictures of her kitchen. Oh, God. That is absolutely, I think, You know, I just realized, like, I, you know, you hope to be, like, another year older, another year wiser, and I realize my kitchen is probably worse right mm-hmm. now than it was last time yeah. this year. Yeah. This year. Yeah, last time. It's, Whatever. It's, last time worse, last year. it's worse this year? It's How could it possibly be worse? I don't know, dude. It's that gross. was so bad last time. I mean, I, I actually had to wear a gas mask, which you can see in the, uh, in the archive. Um, I had to wear an, a gas mask because the fumes were so bad. I remember that was the time, too, when I cleaned it. And then just from inhaling those fumes, I went home and felt crazy for a while and ended up chasing the dogs around the house, singing that I'm the Avocado King because <laughs> oh, I was I half insane. I was half insane from breathing the... The nauseous, toxic fumes coming out of your kitchen. And you're saying it's worse this year. You know, I wish I could say, I, I wish I could lie. It's, it's probably so worse. So you're a year older, a year wiser. You're in your 33rd year, about to be in your 34th year. And yet you've learned nothing about your kitchen. I've One year from this it? time. Oh, no, I didn't learn it. You've I, that's not only not learned anything more, you've actually regressed even further from cleaning your kitchen. I just let it go a little bit too long this mm-hmm. time. That's all, right. all. But I'm doing it today. Uh-huh. Yeah, because I'm not going to give you, even though it made you nauseous and hallucinate and stuff the last time that you did it, <laughs> I'm not giving you the, the fodder that yeah. you would have if you saw what it looked like now. Like, actually, right now, it's so bad to the point, like, I don't want anyone to see it. No, you have to take some pictures. Mm-mm. You have Mm-mm. to take some pictures. Well, then you can prove to yourself, you know, that you can clean it. Well, I know that I can clean it. I just uh, don't do want you? to. Do you know that? I know I can. Do you? Do you know you can clean it? Yes. You're going to get in there and you're going to take one look at it and maybe lift up a dish and then you're going to decide, no, I'll do it later. And it will continue on and on until it piles up and then eventually you're going to be on some television show. They'll be like, toxic fumes force apartment complex to be evacuated. Uh, Source confirmed to be woman's kitchen. Yeah, Tuggy's saying uh, in the chat, some things never change. Yep, he saw my kitchen when I first moved here. 11 years ago. <laughs> and it has like not changed. That. It changed briefly when I had a dishwasher. <laughs> when I had a dishwasher, shit got done. Like, there was never any dirty dishes. Never. I could just stick. There weren't, because uh-huh. I could just, instead of sticking them in my sink, I could rinse them off and stick them in the dishwasher. But now there is but no dishwasher. But you can rinse them off right now. I know. And one extra little swish of a sponge, and you're done. So instead of that, because there's no dishwasher, you don't rinse them off, and you just pile them up into your, into your sink. All right. 
Just making sure that you know. I know it's pretty gross. I'm pretty gross, <laughs> but you know what I think I'm going to do? My another year older, hopefully another year wiser. I think I'm going to throw away some of my dishes today. Because <laughs> that's the best way to. Clean it is. Them. I have too many dishes away. for you know, one person living in an apartment. I have too many. You plates. think that's where the problem is? I think that's exactly where the problem the is. The problem is you have too many dishes. So I do I- because I can use all my dishes until I don't have any more dishes. And then that's when I'm at the point that I'm at now, where I have to do all my dishes. But if I don't have that many <laughs> dishes, if I only have enough to only fill up my di- my sink like halfway. Oh, you break my head. Then it's about this. fine. Then it would be fine because then you would be mm. forced to clean it earlier. That's what the that's what the deal is. I think really what this boils down to is you don't want to have to clean it today, and you don't want to have to go through those dishes. So it's just going to be easier for you to just throw them all away. Well, rather than some clean of them. them. Like mm-hmm. I don't need all of them. Like I already have too many. Right. So that's that's the solution to the problem. Yeah. Uh huh. I would think so. And I don't. I don't think that's it. I don't. I think it's just you. Don't no, it's clean. like I have too many cups and plates and stuff. I'm just going to <laughs> maybe I'll wash them and then like set them out to give them away. Like I'll, I'll give away my plates, but I don't need them anymore. I'm done. Yeah, well, that's. I'm going to break the cycle. That's a that's a good solution. That's mm-hmm. a good solution. I think. Yep. Just See, throw people them are actually uh, like saying that they agree in the chat. Fewer dishes, less washing, and more motivation mm-hmm. to wash. Uh, Dave also <laughs> said, "I think it's a good plan, Sarah. I've been thinking of doing that myself. Totally. Less dishes, which means it can only get so bad. Uh huh. Because like right now, I've gone through all of my dishes, and they're all out there. But if I cut right. the amount of dishes that there are, then it won't be as gross as. It sure, is. sure. This just makes perfect sense. <sighs> all right. Well, should we bring on our super secret guest? All right. Why don't okay. we? So, because you're <laughs> done talking about this. All right. We do have a super secret guest today. It is Monday here on Front Plummet Radio. Oh, he wasn't here when we were talking about the stuff at your house last week. I don't know what you're talking oh, about. Oh, nothing oh. to talk about with that. Yes, there is. Although it is the month of October. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, welcoming now to Fun Employment Radio, Mr. Aaron Duran. Surprise! Surprise! Oh, Al. <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't you weren't expecting w- me. <laughs> I don't know. That was my surprise sound. It was wow. good. It was weird. What did you say? I don't know. I just mumbled something. It sounded like you were speaking in a different language. Uh, Edward in the chat is saying, I'd like to see Greg's kitchen. It's clean. It would be very boring. It, it would be boring to look at. It's moderately clean. When you, when's the last time you saw my kitchen? Uh, I don't know, about a week ago, a couple weeks ago. It's pretty clean. I mean, it's Is clutter it? because we have a bunch of like cooking stuff on mm. the counters. Yeah, it's like, not clean, like, uh, <laughs> Well, they're clean. Oh, you There's cannot like a- get offended after we've been talking about how <laughs> disgusting my kitchen is. Anything is a step up from my kitchen. Well, no, I'm saying my kitchen's clean. It's just uh, there's three people in limited cupboard space, so there's like cooking utensil stuff. Some of it's on the counter, mm-hmm. you know, because I don't have anywhere else to store it, but they're clean cooking utensils, mm. like a crock pot and blender uh, well, and that kind of stuff. That's okay, I guess. Yeah. Whereas my cooking utensils are on my counter, but Do you dirty. have cooking utensils? I have one pan okay. and one pot. How damaged is those pot, that pot and pan? I don't, I don't know. You don't even know what I'm talking about, do you? You have no yeah. idea. Like, you can't be damaged. I mean, there's some scrapes. And then I have one, I have one uh, spatula, like metal spatula thing. <sighs> of course mm-hmm. it's metal. And then... And that's pretty much it. Yeah. And then I have just a lot of plates and... You know, you shouldn't use... And I have three bowls. You shouldn't use metal on your pans. Oh, I don't care. That's what I'm shocked <laughs> And I have one pan... Why am I even bringing it up? <laughs> what is the point? And I do have one flat pan, you know, like I can lay like my, my veggie nuggets or something on that I put... Is it for, for cooking? It's for like when I put it in the oven. She calls that cooking. So is that cooking? Like a, like, a, like a baking sheet? Yeah, like that. I have but, one of those. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I have that, a, a bowl, and, or that, a pan, and a pot. And you want to get rid of those? No, I'm going to keep those. I'm saying I'm getting rid of all my, my nuisance plates. Your nuisance plates. What are you going to eat problem. out of? I don't know. I'll get you just eat out of the pot sometimes, don't you? Like when you make mac and cheese, you just shove a spoon in there, huh? 
Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what? It saves dishes. It's already in like a makeshift bowl. Why would you try to get another bowl dirty? Well, okay. I guess I can see some logic to that. Mm-hmm. What do you do with that uh, with that uh, pot after you eat out of it? Do you I scrape scrub it out? It out? And soak it? Uh huh. Do, do you? You scrape it out and, and soak you know, it. If, and if then you, it lives in my sink for <laughs> a number you know, of months. If you, if you cook it right, you shouldn't have to scrape a, a pot. You can just put some water in it and the stuff comes right off. Okay. All right, says Mr. Chef over here. Remember that not everybody can cook like you can, No, Aaron. that's true. That's, that's not cooking. That's cleaning. <laughs> that's, that's what we're talking about here. <laughs> when is the last time you bought dish soap? Oh my god, she's got to think about this. I kid you not, she's racking no, her brain I'm not, right I mean, now. No, I mean, because I don't use a, a lot That's of... That's why well, I'm asking, when is the last got... time you had to buy... <laughs> I don't know, don't people only, like, once a year? Oh. Re- no. You're... No. Really? No? Do no. You, do just, you have any dish yes, soap? Yes, I do. I bought some green apple dish soap. It smells very nice. When did you buy that? I, I don't know. Is like, that from the last time when I brought it over a year ago? No, this is new. Because I had to bring dish soap over a year ago. <laughs> no, you didn't. I had dish soap. Oh, no. No, I went to the dollar store and bought a bunch. And, no. and sponges and all kinds of things. I threw out a bunch of sponges that were at the bottom of your sink. Because yeah, I figured that was doing a favor for you. Wait, you just... Wh- why are there sponges at the bottom of your sink? Why are there? Yeah. Well, because some, they live down there. <laughs> so they get buried. Like, they weren't... And why do you have in, sponges? You, you they weren't intended one. to be... Uh, this is... People must be getting tired. We don't need to talk about this anymore. You just need one. So do you, like, lose sponges and you just get another one? I, I, threw, these, they're the same. I just they throw them away. away. Yeah. I threw these ones away because they've been sitting in rotten, like, food and just disgusting at the bottom. exaggerating. Oh, I am not exaggerating. I am not exaggerating at all. There were there were whole life forms. There were food that was so gone. <laughs> you can I can't cries. tell. Yeah, yeah, basically. No, we <laughs> live. We live. <laughs> it achieved consciousness, I think, at that point because, like, it was food that was so rot, so so far gone. I have no idea what it originally was. Oh my god! And it had already grown and died, and more things had grown on top of it. So like every time Sarah cleans her kitchen, she's violating the prime directive. She's wiping out entire. <laughs> it does. Sentient I do species. stir up some stuff. I'm like, oh god, that's you why get I- sick every time too. No, I don't. Yes, it makes you do. Me, it strengthens my immune system. No, because you purge it and you remove all the bacteria that your body's become accustomed to. You get sick a week after cleaning your kitchen uh, every both times. Every- <laughs> <laughs> I kind of want to see it. No. You if you know, if I'm refusing up. to say to show it to you guys, imagine the imagine how bad you it is. have to take a picture. No, take a before and after. No, show how much you've grown and what an uh, you know what an or adult big, you are, the girl you are now. Yeah, entering your thirty fourth year. Mm-hmm. You have to. You have to take a before and after picture. And a real one, not like you zoomed in really tight. Like here's mm-hmm. a dirty dish. Wah, wah. Like pull that camera back. No, that's sharing too much. No, no, it's it needs to happen. I think you're going to have to do this, and then prove you know how good of a how good of a cleaner you are. Yeah, what what a great job you did. See, that'll give you motivation for next time too. Which obviously it didn't because that didn't work last year either. But mm. so if I'm just going to be throwing away the dishes, I probably don't have to clean all of them, right? Like I don't have to clean them before I throw them away. I could just throw them away. <laughs> and I fucking you can throw them just away. throw them away. Yeah, sure. All right. Yeah. All right, so I just cut them in half. <laughs> I could totally do this. <laughs> what? You really just gonna throw them all away? Yes. I have a dumpster where I live. I can just throw them away. Wow! Wow! That's amazing. Do you throw away your clothes when they get dirty? When they get holes in them, sometimes, like my leggings, if my because I wear leggings. All well, the time. that's that's different. Yeah. Though. Yeah. No, my kitchen does not look like that. 
There's is not that bad. picture posted in the live chat. Uh, is it better or no, worse it's con- than that? It's more mm. contained than that. It doesn't have pieces of food or anything. It's just piled plates. It's like plates and I stuff s- that I've rinsed off, uh, but they're just living... You don't know. You uh, haven't seen You're it. saying it's worse than last year. I have a good point of reference. I was all up in that. <laughs> I was all I up was in that all kitchen. up in your dishes, baby. <laughs> oh. And that funk was strong. It was. And if, it's, if you're worried about beginning to smell, like, you know, here's the thing. It doesn't smell like, yet, but I know that it's getting close to Like, just piled smell. up dishes and water don't smell because there's no bacteria on them. Well, Nothing that doesn't grows smell. on it. But if, it if, but if you're worried about smelling happening, that means you've got gunk in it. No. Because, <laughs> like, you know, like, water doesn't smell unless there's gunk in it. Well, maybe it's not the food. It's the sponges. I just need to go throw away the sponges. You guys can't right. see either. She's twitching like Rain Man over mm-hmm. here, too. She is. Yeah. All right. That last picture is a little closer. Yeah. Definitely going to throw away my dishes. Yeah. 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 Definitely, yeah, definitely. yeah. Yeah. About $100. Need another sponge. Need another sponge. I yeah. can't find my sponges. My sponges fall in the sink. <laughs> About a hundred sponges. About a hundred sponges. <laughs> oh wow! Oh god! I'm just gonna All do right. it today and get over because now I'm embarrassed and this is like not something going. Like I have friends who I went to school with that have like four children and they're like doing stuff. I'm like I can't even do my dishes because I don't really care about it. So that's fine. <laughs> what? Imagine not you saying a, anything. You're, using, you're imagining you as a mom now, just letting babies pile up. Oh gross! When one gets dirty, you just get another one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't what have to clean to your, that, right? What happened to all your kids? Well, they got dirty. I threw them out. I, I can get more, right? I didn't know I had to clean them. Babies are like the most renewable resource forever. <laughs> Till I hit like 50. I mean, I'll keep the last one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm never going to have babies piling up. That's a horrible thing to say. <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> Just pile it up next to her drawers of shoes. Oh, and wow. to anyone who's listening to and our show for the first fridge. time, I'm, I'm not usually this gross. Really? I mean, the kitchen kind of, that's a pretty constant. It's, that is kind of a... It's kind of your deal. Ugh. Kitchen's filthy. You're always slipping in your bathroom, busting your head open. Mm-hmm. Only that one time. No, I cleaned my bathroom the <laughs> other week. <laughs> you got holes in the walls where you keep things, otherwise the ghosts get in. Well, speaking of ghosts, let's go from my, my house. <laughs> Deflection. Finding a way out of it. Yes, yeah. I don't want to talk about this anymore. <laughs> so uh, I don't know if you heard this last week, but Greg has been having some action within his own house. I did indeed. Yeah. yeah. He always brings it up when uh, I'm not around. Well, it happened. I think it happened that night after, actually. I think, I think it happened like last Monday night. It was either Monday or Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. But I'm not saying it was ghosts. There was just, uh, there was some, maybe a draft coming through my room. Or Even though none of the windows were open, you didn't yeah. have, okay, that's. Sure. Yeah. Sure. We'll just say that. It's well known that wind can go through walls. Of course. Absolutely. Yeah. And specifically hit certain things and knock them off of shelves. That's, that's exactly what got knocked what off the shelf? Uh, it was uh, some wires. Mm. Came off of the shelf and ghosts of meth heads. <laughs> I yeah. yeah, I don't know. There's maybe copper uh, up here. No, it wasn't just that. He said that it happened like four or five times over the course of an hour. Like things just kept where's falling the, off. Where's the dresser in your uh, your your death room upstairs? Uh, well, the, where they put their elderly to die and be forgotten. <laughs> uh, this one. So. Anybody listening new to the show, I live in a, a two-story house that's a converted attic. That's where that's where my room is, finished room. Um, and I live up there by myself. And there's been you know some odd things that have happened. And yeah, last week it things get a little weird when I get really stressed out, which I have been lately. And so I was up late and uh, not sleeping, just kind of hanging out up there. And uh, yeah, like four or five times over the course of an hour, starting at about two thirty, going to like three forty-five. Sure, when it gets the most active. Mm-hmm. And then you know there were like. F- 
four or five times during that that weird thing, something just kind of fell, I will say fell, off of the uh, counter, even though there's no way that it really should have been able to do that. And then uh, random noises of, uh, like, things getting, like, bumped. It getting bumped weird. or trying to come out? Uh, like, knocking? Mm, I mean, so it's just... Because uh, you have your bed up against the door, right? To the attic? The crawl no, space? No, no. My, you my bed's to. not you, against... It used to be. And that's when the whole It's blocked, though. That's blocked okay. by a dresser. This is on the opposite side of that. The opposite side of the room. Blocked by a dresser? Didn't you say something fell off the dresser? Well, this is a different dresser. So I've got, I've got like two up there. Yeah, fancy pants um, nibs. Yeah, <laughs> very fancy. <laughs> I have so many dressers. <laughs> two dressers. Oh. oh, don't be all braggy, Whoa. Greg. <laughs> Me and all my dressers. I'm just rolling in it. Um, <laughs> no, this was off another don't one. Don't you have a wardrobe as well? <laughs> in the linen closet? Yes. <laughs> I'm tired of my den. In the morning, I go down to the haberdashery to find out what kind of headgear I'm going to put on my noggin. <laughs> so what do you think, Aaron? Why would something be all of a sudden active uh, I, in the middle you know, of stress? Like, like every, what, once a month, we, we do this little dance with Greg. Mm-hmm. There's some things in your house. There's something weird happening in your house. Yeah. You just need to... I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if that's the case. But... I have thought about so so we brought this. Does up. Eunice have to choke a bitch before you believe <laughs> again? Apparently, that was kind of weird. Yeah, that was an odd. That was an odd one. Getting choked by an old lady um, without paying for it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I mean, so you brought this up last week about the idea of me calling into um, to that podcast we both listened to, oh, uh, Jim Harold's Campfire Campfire Stories. Yeah, yeah Campfire Stories, in which those you, are fun. You call in and you tell your story of your house or something weird that's happened. Yeah, and it's not like, I mean, he does other, Sarah's going to make fun of us. He does other paranormal shows. He, he does. does. Like, do you have a paranormal podcast? He does. Well, he does a thing called the Paranormal Podcast. Of course he does. Yes. Um, but campfire stories are not, they're not that. They're just people calling. So if you like to hear someone say like, like spooky stories, like, mm-hmm. hey, when I was a kid, we used to go camping and this would happen. All kinds of different stories. And it's literally, it's just people calling in telling about weird shit that's happened to them. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they're not all great. Some are kind of boring. Yeah. Um, and if they're not really good callers, actually, Jim Harold's pretty good at speeding up their story mm-hmm. and moving on to the next one. Um, but it's pretty fun. I did one almost two months ago now. Mm-hmm. I thought it'd be fun to retell one of the things that happened to me at the Rosen Raindrop. Oh, yeah. Back when I got slammed up against the wall. Oh, yeah. I remember that story. That was terrifying. Yeah, that was fucking weird. Uh, so it's a lot of fun, and it doesn't doesn't turning up. Mm-hmm. I just realize I'm chewing gum while I'm talking. I know. Yeah. I was wondering what was going on over there. Here, here, I have a little bit of a tissue. Worst radio person ever. There you go. <laughs> I'm like, why do I sound funny? Oh, because I have gum in my mouth. I'm not going to stuff. But it was a lot of fun. Uh, you just you know you get to tell the story a little uh-huh. bit, and he asks you questions about what do you think it is, or what do you you know what do you believe in. You know, do you believe it's real? Has it changed your outlook? And then he thanks you, and you're done. Yeah. Like Maybe. It, like, it's not going to activate anything. Yeah, but what if it does? It's not like you stir something like, up. You know, it's is not like going to. Gregory is talking on a microphone. <sighs> not that I think there's anything in my house, but if there were, I don't want to stir it up. I don't want to acknowledge it. I don't want to talk to it. Well, although I did talk to it this last time. I Wait. mean, I spoke out loud, but. Okay, so now you're acknowledging it. I said, knock it off, and I, I told it to stop, and then it stopped. I stopped hearing noises. You know, if we investigate your place, we can do that, right? No. No, because then you're just going to stir it up, and then you'll leave, and then I'll be stuck with it. I'll be stuck with something angry. 
Okay. Okay. That's that's how it works. You're right, Greg. When I do investigations, I love nothing more than to tell him, and when I'm gone, kill him. <laughs> kill him. Mother him while he sleeps. Ugh, I kill don't know. Him and his house can be yours. <laughs> no way. All of it. I love that kind of stuff when it deals with other people's places mm-hmm. and other people's things. That's totally cool. Go stir up other people's ghosts all you want. But no, You're I don't. A paranormal NIMBY. <laughs> what? What not is in that? My... NIMBY's not in my backyard. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. yeah, that's totally it. Yeah. Nope, because there's nothing going on at my house. I don't want to acknowledge it. You ignore it, and then things get better. Right? That's how you do. You That's ignore exactly things. how always, most things in life work. Ignorance ignore it. is bliss. It's just like Sarah's kitchen. The longer you <laughs> ignore it, the better it gets. Maybe that's it. Maybe you need to throw everything out in your attic space. Throw out all the stuff? What, like everything. the bed frame and the yeah, everything? Yeah, clear that all out. Ooh, it means you got to go in there. Yeah, but then that's going to get it all riled up. Now, yeah, get rid of all of it. A, what if it takes like, if Greg's going to take away its bed and its yeah. toys and everything? Take care of, get rid of all of it. Uh, that kind of belongs to it. That's that section. I don't go in that section anymore. It's your house. Yeah, but that's section. Not that section. That section's that section's okay. I don't need to go in there. I mean, you just can't keep acquiescing. No, just you're that like, section. You need to be like Picard facing off the Borg. No, but just that you know, section. You know, and you fall back like the meth heads. You draw a line and you fall back. You need to be like this line. Right here, no further. Yeah, and that's that's back in the back in the uh, hidden closet. Okay, that back there, they can have that place. I don't want to go back in there; it's creepy and full still of spiders. Got that, still got that Ouija, <laughs> still got that Ouija board in your house. God dang it! I keep forgetting to throw that <laughs> stupid sure thing out. That thing needs to go. Mm. That needs to go. Well, anyway. All right. Yes. Well, I uh, went and saw something super cool this weekend. Mm-hmm. I got to see. Aaron, I thought of you, and I know you're busy because we had contacted you about wanting to go. Oh, yeah. A Queen cover band this past weekend that was so fucking amazing. It was They were so fantastic. So they played here in town. Uh, Lisa Wood, of course, Big Ass Sandwiches, yeah. uh, host of Play Anything. Yeah, Lisa she Wood. texted me that night. She's like, if you can come, come. It'll be great. Yeah, so her, her friends are in this band from Seattle, and their names, instead of Halloween, it's Halloween. All right. Yeah, and so they came, and they, um, they played at a place here in town, and it was just the best queen cover band i have ever seen well there and, aren't many because it's hard to uh, cover queen yeah, yeah. was by it, hard i mean impossible yeah he nailed it it was beautiful oh. so it was somebody that could actually sing it was somebody who could actually sing it was all, all musicians who could actually play at one point lisa even actually did uh some backup vocals for them oh she cool. went up on stage and sang backup for the crazy little thing called love okay and uh uh some somebody to love yeah. Yeah. So I think she did it for both of those. Oh, wow. That's cool. Yeah, it was awesome. And then after that, after that, there was a Pink Floyd cover band called Pigs on the Wing. <laughs> it was the most nerdy, glorious thing I have ever seen. That's pretty nerdy. It was awesome. And the did guy. Did you all draw your swords and roll dice too? Oh, my gosh. If there <laughs> was a was a Rush drawn. cover band. Oh. They would the trifecta of oh, dork. Wow. That, that would have been amazing. A, that would be a dork. Yeah, but the pigs, like they had all of these like lights going everywhere, and it was all like trippy, and oh, it was just the most magical thing. So a lot of black people at this show is what you're saying. (laughs) Oh yeah, smothered in black people. (laughs) No, a lot of um, yeah, mid to uh, mid thirties to like I don't know, sixties or seventies. Yeah, yeah, like a lot of older crowd. After I heard uh, when Lisa was on your guys' show on Friday. I actually looked up the band, and all there were were like really shitty YouTube live recordings. Of mm. it. So this, like, whoever was like on their phones, so they're horrible mics and speakers. So I was like, eh, okay. Um, but like, I've had multiple people tell me that they're amazing. So oh yeah. If I ever get a chance to catch them, I will. Oh, it was so so great. It was cool because I, I refused to see it. when Queen toured with that bullshit. Was it John? Uh, oh, oh, the well, guy the term, Adam, Adam Lambert. Yeah. No, well, fuck yeah. <laughs> 
You know what? I'd rather have the Adam Lambert guy than who's it? John John Rogers that used to tour with Queen. I don't know when they did the one more like this was. You mean when they had the when they had the competition? Roger, Roger Waters. Wait, Roger Waters with Roger Queen? Waters is the lead singer of Pink Floyd. Yeah, but then maybe not. Well, there was yeah. that competition they had on uh, a television show to find the new lead yeah. singer of Queen with the dude that should have won. The I guy don't from know. Aus- the guy from Australia. I didn't watch the show. Who sounded just fucking like Freddie Mercury? Yeah, it was weird. Hmm. Um, no, they had Queen toured with somebody probably like six years ago. And he just sounded like shit. I mean, Paul Rogers, Paul Rogers. That could be it. Yeah, that might be Paul Rogers. And he's a fine singer, but he can't do Freddie Mercury songs. Yeah, I mean that's a that's a different range. Yeah, and this guy could nail it, and he was like this uh, this redhead, like just this redheaded guy who was just wearing like a queen shirt and just nailed it. Yeah, are you insinuating that you wouldn't think Gingers would be able to sing like that? I I was saying that he had a beautiful because <laughs> if you know what Freddie Mercury sounds like and what he looked like, and then mm-hmm. you see that beautiful voice coming out of a ginger on stage just singing his fucking heart out, uh-huh. it was pretty amazing. It was jarring. It was shocking to you. It was amazing because you didn't expect Gingers to be able to do something like that. It was incredible. Okay, I think we're hey, learning a little bit more I'm about not, I'm not giving gingers any slight. For anyone, for anyone to be able to do that and like mimic it so close was very impressive. Yeah. All right. Well, it's being asked in the chat, Aaron, that uh, we know that you saw Gravity. Yeah. So it's being asked that you, uh, if you might want to give uh, a little synopsis of it. Like, did you like it? it? Yes. It is so good. It is. It will. It's easily in my top five of the year. It might be my favorite movie I've seen all year. Wow. Okay. It's amazing. So. Because I have a question about this, because I've seen all the commercials and I see all the hype about it, um, but to me, all it looks like, it looks like open water in space. Is that pretty much what it is? She well, gets disconnected and then that's I mean, it and it's just a close-up of her face for, uh, for no, two no, and a half hours? No, there's a lot that goes on. What's okay. really great about the filmmaking of it, um, of how they how they filmed it, is that the camera, some of the scenes are, which if you can see it in the theater, A, you have to see this in the theater. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it'll still be great on home video, but you need to see it in the biggest screen possible. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I normally hate 3D. It feels gimmicky to me. You should see this in 3D. They okay. filmed it in 3D with the 3D camera, so it wasn't post-production 3D. Um, and you'll see these vast, gorgeous shots of, of space where, like, oh. you know, where the Earth takes up the entire screen and the camera just backs up more and more and more. It, just, it is so vast and endless in these gorgeous shots. And, you know, the camera will just pan to, to Sandra Bullock's character and George Clooney's character. They're working on the Hubble. Okay. They're, they're, they're updating the Hubble telescope. Okay, that's the premise of it? And then- yeah, the premise is that they're updating the Hubble with some new tech, some new tech to try out more experiments and whatnot. Um, Sandra Bullock, she's, this is her first time out into space. She was basically contacted because her specialty is what they needed to work on the Hubble. Mm-hmm. Okay. So she goes through the, ba- the six, I say basic, it's six months of astronaut training. Right. But that's still just the bare bone. She can't pilot a shuttle. She was trained just to survive in a spacewalk, tethered, and to work on the Hubble, and they get back in the shuttle. Like, that's okay. it. Okay. And then, like, all shit breaks loose. And it's completely plausible. It's not like, oh, we didn't notice an asteroid storm coming through. The premise you find out within, like, the first... And the whole time you're waiting for it to happen. The first 10 minutes, it's beautiful, huge, great wide shots. Oh, that sounds terrifying Amazing low. But you, like, from the trailer, like, you know it's coming. Mm -hmm. So, like, every time the camera slowly pans out into space, you're like, okay, is this it? Is this... That's not it. Mm. And the camera goes back to her working on the Hubble. And Clooney is testing out this new jetpack that basically I call they call it a jetpack. It's 
it's not like the Rocketeer. It shoots mm. little juts of air to see how to see how long they can have an astronaut free flighting, okay. not tethered to any piece of equipment. And um, so that's kind of why you can kind of see him floating around everywhere in the trailers. Is you know, he has this new suit. And about ten minutes in, you hear a voice, you know, coming through from Houston saying, you know, attention, Explorer. That's the name of the shuttle. So they made a fake shuttle. Um, Explorer, um, be warned. The Russians have shot down one of their spy satellites. There's a missile shot of one of their satellites. It's broken apart. Be warned, there will be debris, but we have concluded nowhere near you. You're fine. Mm-hmm. Just keeping you updated. Lies! Well, and and, you're, and he's like, well, you know what? We're fine. And, you know, there's a scene where Sandra says, why would they shoot their own satellite? And he says, well, that's kind of what you do when you have a spy satellite that's been compromised. He says, you don't know. We shoot our own down all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Another five minutes goes by, and you hear... Again, you know, explore. This is Houston. There's been a chain reaction. Other satellites have been hitting. You are now in the debris path. Abort missions. Get into explore. Oh, get out. Get Jesus. out. Get out. Get out. And, and then stuff happens. Like 30 seconds later, um, you just see chunks of satellite debris. And you got to think, like, you look in space and it things like it's moving slow. This shit is moving at thousands of miles an hour. Yeah. Oh. It's moving at the speeds of bullets to where a... You know, a BB will literally blow a hole through you if it right. hits you. It will just destroy you instantly. So, but what's beautiful about it is you'll get these wide sweeping vistas and, this, um, and there's no sound because they make a point in the opening credits. There is no sound in space. Uh-huh. None. So when you see the debris field, you know, destroying the Explorer, which that's not a spoiler. They show it in the trailer. You see it get right. tagged hard. Mm-hmm. Parts of the hub will get tagged hard. All you hear are Clooney and Bullock reacting. There is no sound. There's no explosion sounds. There's no okay. impact sounds. You just see destruction. So it's the visual. Is that what makes it so good? Because the story just seems kind of boring overall. No, she sells it so well. Okay. Because she I was is having, amazing in this Because I have a hard time imagining, and I haven't seen the movie, so and I, I understand it is really good, but I would have a hard time not looking and be like, oh yeah, there's Sandra Bullock. That's yeah, Sandra oh Bullock. yeah, there's George Clooney. There's oh look, George Sandra Clooney. Bullock is an astronaut. George Sandra Clooney Bullock. takes you out of a little bit more because he is always George. I love George Clooney, but he's very distinct. Mm-hmm. Um, he takes me out of it. Sandra Bullock, you believe her within the first 10 minutes. Really? Okay. Yeah. And if she, she will at least get nominated, I bet you she wins for Best Actress. Really? Yeah, okay. she's amazing in this. But in terms of how it's shot, what's great is, like I said, you get these wide, wide scoping vistas. And as the chaos breaks out, you can barely keep up with it. Things are spinning and moving. And it, you, if you're if you're someone who has a queasy stomach, yeah. there are scenes you will get physically ill because of the way the scammer is spinning. Okay. But what's great is Alfonso, the director, will slowly start to pull you into her point of view. Hmm. And it's not a, it's a seamless transition. Where you see the reflector of her helmet, you see the light coming off her helmet, and all of a sudden you are inside because the screen goes foggy from her breathing, mm-hmm. perspiration from her breathing, and then you're seeing it from her point of view. Interesting. And what's great is you'll hear the sound shift. All the chaos happening, there's some music that just builds more and more tension. As the camera shifts and you go into her helmet, she gets louder and louder. To where when you're in her helmet, all you hear is Houston screaming in her ear, Clooney screaming in her ear, detach, 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 and she's panicking. When she detaches, the camera pushes out again, and it's dead silence as she's just free floating through space. Yeah, fuck that. I'm no, not it be is able to so that. good, and it's not just her floating in space crying. Because all I'm talking about is what you've heard and seen in the trailers. There is so much more that fucking happens in this movie. Mm-hmm. So many other things that happen. It's a beautiful, amazing film. Like okay. I can't. I've gone twice now. 
You've I seen it twice? I paid for it twice because I missed the press screening. Wow. I've seen it twice now. Wow. Okay. And I'll probably go see it again. Really? It's that good? I well, A, I love really well... This isn't really sci-fi. It's in uh-huh. space. Yeah. But... I love any movie that has a deal with space. And as much as I love aliens and weird shit, the, the realities of space can be far more exciting than any mm-hmm. alien we could think of. Because mm-hmm. space does not give a fuck about you. Like, if you think Earth will kill you, like, the, the space doesn't, there is no, mer- anything. Slight yeah. hole in your suit, you're dead. Yeah. Yeah. So I love the idea of us trying to survive out there. And that's very much what this movie is. And, and the right. music is great. And I feel like I'm kind of overselling it because I know there's a lot of, curmudgeon bastards out there I don't mean the listeners but there's a lot of people like well you've hyped it so much now it can't possibly be that good Uh just go see it okay and I know it just destroyed the box office yeah it did it did Um, yeah because it it broke a record I think for October yeah for releases in October Um, All right. well now I'm kind of sold on a little more because yeah I have to admit I was a little bit it's like okay so because I mean I saw open water when that came yeah. out you know where they're left out in the open water the scuba divers and mm-hmm. blah 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 they have to do with that wait in open water it, they're left in the open water they're left in the open water that is spoilers <laughs> sorry Greg doesn't like any movie. title that hints at what happens in the movie <laughs> <laughs> well I mean no, that that's movie why was he hates good. Titanic so no much. open water was good <laughs> but I mean it's it's like okay so it's open water in space yay I mean and I love space movies it just didn't seem that – it didn't draw me in very much. Yeah. But now, okay, I will, I will try that out. It's, I will go oh, see yeah. it. And I'm seriously, find it in the biggest screen you can and see it in 3D. Okay. Find it in 3D. The 3D is amazing. Do you think okay. I'd be able to handle it? I don't know if you could. Yeah, I don't think I could. I don't think you could take it. Um, I don't think I could. I could see myself panicking. What, are, what are some movies that you had to stop watching because of – and it was not because of like the gore, but because it just was like – There's one intro in particular that stands out, and it's not even for any any real purpose. But have you ever seen that movie Devil? Where yeah, they're all trapped Night, in the elevator? M. Night Shyamalan or whatever. Yeah, we're like – Oh, yeah. They're trapped. There's this one sequence, the, the opening sequence of Devil – when they're panning over a city, like, first of all, they're panning over the ocean, but instead of everything being right side up, everything's upside down. Oh, yeah. It's just a flipped up it's screen. It's a flipped screen. So instead of, like, the ocean's above you, and as yeah. you're going over the ocean, the city's all above. It makes me nervous. It makes yeah. me panicky even there, thinking about yeah. it now. That happens constantly in gravity because there is no up in space. Yeah. So, see, that's what bothered me is, like, you're going over the city, but it's all upside down. Like, I had to look away from the screen because it was making me There's panicky. There's, like, a solid, I don't know how long, it seemed to go on for at least five minutes. But there is a solid moment where you are in – You basically, it's your – it's Sandra Bullock's point of view. And you sp- – because when she gets hit, she's on this arm. And before she detaches, I mean, she's got massive centrifugal force going. She just spins and you're in there oh, with her. No. No, and you no, see no. like, you know, earth, earth, <laughs> earth, earth, debris. It's – oh. Okay. Yeah, that might make me a little queasy. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. The only downer to gravity um, when you see it – and again, see it in the theater – but the only downer to that are there are moments that it is dead silent. Mm-hmm. If you're out, if it's a scene in space and there's no music because the music comes and goes in the film, it is dead silent. But all you hear around you is the random the cracklings of like, or you hear the random from a straw because everyone's compelled. But like someone's <laughs> sucking right, someone's having a soda. So you're mm-hmm. the, and when it's a dead theater, that just like echoes the oh, time. I and hate candy that. Bar and there's nothing and you can stuff. do about that it. That will draw me out of a movie so quick, especially people like opening up candy wrappers. That well, I hate it. I saw it again. That. I saw oh, it again. It drives last, me so nuts. I saw it again last night at the Roseway, and clearly everyone realized that within the first ten minutes because after about ten minutes, people stopped eating. Yeah, because yeah. the first ten minutes you're hearing people eating their sodas. 
But I noticed about 10 minutes in, <laughs> that theater was dead silent. Like, everyone had, like, because the, the, the shit just gets intense. Yeah. yeah. You know, everyone's, like, putting the popcorn down. Holy hell. I mean, and I'm saying I'm complaining about that. I realized, too, I used to be, I used to bring stuff into movie theaters all the time. I bring in Taco Bell. Just oh, my Stinking God. tacos. <laughs> like, <laughs> me and my God, buddy you Donnie. really just know how to like, inconvenience people. Like, oh, it. yeah, man, we're bringing some Taco so, Bell. What so I'm sitting there like. <laughs> so when I say see the biggest screen, either go to Cinetopia to the living room theater because a good chances you are going to be pricing out the bastards that would show up with taco bell mm. <laughs> or go to see it at the roseway which just has a classier audience mm. greg nibbler <laughs> well so i'm basically not saying don't I'm going go, to don't do go that. to a regal so greg needs to go see it at, at the lloyd center cinema, yeah greg right? you go to see lloyd <laughs> sarah, i'll take sarah to the roseway all right i like this <laughs> John, I'm judging. I'm I'm pretty much guessing since it's in space and Sandra Bullock's in a in like an astronaut's outfit. I'm pretty sure you don't see her boobs. Aaron, am I wrong? There are no boobs. John. Okay. Oh well, All never right. mind then. <laughs> I'll wait for it on video. There is. I'm not going to say anything. There are no boobs. No. Okay. Okay. Is there space sex? I'm. <laughs> no. <laughs> don't. But it's been a strong year for like decent kind of hard sci-fi. Mm-hmm. The other one that I saw, it's it was just I don't it got a real limited theatrical release, but it was mainly like pay-per-view or direct download. Yeah, was Europa? Oh, Report. Europa! I want to see Europa Report is so good. I also. really want to see that. See, yeah. that's that. It really that one's kind of got a monstery thing. Spoilers, but well, I mean they're going to Europa. I, I assumed there was going to be something. Yeah. Um, that I'm really interested in seeing that one. And it's mm. based on the uh, the inspiration. I think it's 2010. Okay. The book 2010 uh-huh. and the film where they find that writing that yeah. says all planets are yours but Europa. Hmm. Do not come to Europa. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well, because yeah. there's, uh, there's astrophysicists and, and astrobiologists that theoretically based on readings, Europa could sustain life. Right. Hmm. Not saying it is – well, in terms under, of the under ice, under ocean, the, under the yeah. ice, aquatic mm-hmm. life forms, and maybe even just cellular, but Europa could possibly contain some form of life. Mm-hmm. Mm. Dun dun dun! It, are there space boobs in Europa, though? That is the question. I'm not telling you about that either. Oh, oh, there's so that's a possibility a, so of space what boobs. he's saying is there's a chance. All right, all right, guys, can we go from space? Greg to crazy? just needs space boobs. The movie <laughs> he does. Astro tits. I'd probably go see it that. It could be the sequel to Spaceballs. Mm. Go from Spaceballs to Space Boobs. Yeah, yeah sure. Mm-hmm. There we go. Wow. You guys are ridiculous. Space Boobs. In the world. Where there are Space Boobs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Yeah. First up... Bath salts are back in the news, everybody. Bath salts are back in the news. No face eating this time. However, they are making people still a little bit crazy. Bath salts, the drug. Bath salts, the drug. <laughs> okay. What other bath salts? What? Oh, I don't bath know, like actual bath salts. In. No. Yeah, soap is coming. It's taking a world <laughs> by storm. This is out of uh, Murfreesboro. Murfreesboro. Tennessee. Tennessee. Yes. How did you know that? Uh, I used to have a customer there when I worked for the pool liner place. All right. Yep. Well, a man. I know the southern cities pretty well. <laughs> I guess so. Well, a man who willingly took bath salts, a uh, synthetic drug, despite the embarrassing sound, uh, side effects, woke up causing. Woke up. Wound up. You can do it, Sarah. I've had too much coffee, and now you've stressed me out with all the space anxiety. 
Mm. Uh, wound up causing quite a ruckus <laughs> recently uh, when he decided to jump off the balcony of his apartment building to prove <laughs> that he was God. Sure. Mm -hmm. Uh, The incident occurred, uh, let's see, this past weekend, uh, according to the Murfreesboro Police Department, uh, according to Officer Carl Wilkins, who had the unfortunate task of having to chase down the blood-soaked 24-year-old Georgia native who claimed to be God. He survived. Well, maybe. Yes. Uh, so Officer Wilkin, when writing his report, said, Upon arrival, I made contact with the bloody man, who was, of course, covered in blood. The man kept stating strange utterances and had several cuts on his body, uh, and he got up and jumped off the second floor balcony. So apparently he had been called in because he was making a ruckus, but this was before he had jumped off. Okay. But he was already covered in blood by cutting himself to prove he was God. Oh, okay. Sure. Yes. Uh, so his daring leap came only a few minutes before, uh, let's see, after police arrived when he jumped out of the window of his apartment and punched out several other windows while saying he was God. Not to be outdone by others who dared to take synthetic drugs, he also demanded that a rocket was needed from the police officer so he could, quote, fly to the farthest stars. <laughs> well, that's a fair request. Yeah. All right. He wanted, sure. Well, he was denied his request for a rocket ship. And after he jumped off the balcony, he was detained, all bloodied, uh, but still in one piece. Um, so needless to say, the man was taken to the hospital for the various injuries he suffered during the incident. Although the man is his room and his roommates will not face uh, any serious charges, police did confiscate the remaining bath salts and issued misdemeanor citations. They're not going to face serious I guess charges not. for having bath salts on hand? They're not going to get a drug charge for that? Is that not well, illegal? I don't think they've banned them everywhere yet. Oh, jeez. Because it is just, I guess, bath salts. Well, well no. it's not like Bed Bath & Beyond. It's yeah. Yeah. Like- isn't it? No. no, no. I don't know why they, they they label them bath salts, but they're they're more than that. Okay. Yeah, it's some some kind of crazy concoction of things. Okay. So not that. Oh, I, I just thought it was like regular bath salts. You no, people uh, are just smoking bath salts. I think I, I might maybe. have thought that at the beginning when they were calling it that. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, if it's called bath salts, that's what something else is called. Why would it not be that? No, that's true. Fact. And then crocodile. Crocodile is the other one. Don't look that up, by the way. Don't look up oh, crocodile. Oh, is that the flesh-eating one? Yes. I've avoided stories. Like, I found that for World of Crazy before, and I've just avoided it. It's just gross. Oh, it's fucked around. up. Don't look it up. Yeah, it's don't do not do it. Honestly, don't, don't post it in the chat either. No. I saw some of the pictures. No, don't post that in the chat. Do not. Next up. Oh, at least a, a couple times a week, I have a story. Uh, have to have a story of McDonald's, of course. <laughs> Headline reads, a pantsless masturbating McDonald's customer tried to force a drive through worker to touch him. <laughs> a pantsless 69-year-old Florida man allegedly tried to force a female employee to touch him as he masturbated in the front seat of his vehicle after ordering his food. <laughs> this man's name is Steve Orville Clemens. Oh, he sounds like a winner. He looks exactly how you would think I... a 69-year-old pantsless man masturbating in a drive through okay. McDonald's line. White guy. Yes. Gray hair? Yes. Glasses? No. Watery blue eyes. Oh. Steve, what's his full name? Steve Orville. Steve Orville, both spelled like they sound, and Clemens with one M. C-L-E-M-O-N-S. Steve Orville Clemens. Steve Orville Clemens is at the drive-thru window. Oh, boy. (laughs) Of the McDonald's. Oh, yeah, he looks like he's been having a good time. When he pulled up to the counter, the cashier turned around to give him his change, and at that point, the female (laughs) cashier realized that Clemens was sans pants and pleasure in himself. (laughs) Clemens then allegedly grabbed the cashier's hand as she was attempting to give him the change, but she she figured it out as she was giving the change, so her hand was already out. Uh, So he grabbed the cashier's hand and attempted to pull her hand into his vehicle and onto his penis. After pulling her hand away from Clemens, the worker shut the drive through window and called 911. Uh, Clemens was later apprehended at a nearby gas station. 
<laughs> so he had gone and parked in the gas station down the street. We well, had to finish. While still pantsless, he had, however, draped a T-shirt over his lap. Classic. Wow. Yes, uh, so he was held on $500 bail. He's now free. Uh, he's scheduled to be arraigned on my birthday, October 9th, on a misdemeanor battery charge. Ah, happy birthday to you. In yeah. honor of that, we should all just masturbate at fast food restaurants. Don't you dare rain on my birthday parade. <laughs> oh, it's not rain. <laughs> <laughs> you just got to set that right up I there for us. Yeah. <laughs> Butt slam. <laughs> Yeah, can you see? Yeah, the picture is disturbing. Did he get his food first? So did he grab her hand when she was reaching in? She was reaching out. No, I don't think he got his... No, because they give you the change first, so I don't think he got the food. Oh, yeah, the dual window thing. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, because he probably got the change, and then he got a little too excited, so he Mm. didn't even get the food. Well, that's a shame. All right. Let's see. (laughs) I just have a random smattering of Monday morning, or Monday afternoon. Crazy. Man's peckish after... Having some fun with his, with his John Thomas. Well, speaking of peckish, <laughs> a Saudi husband divorced his wife for a picture of her that she posted on Facebook kissing the cheek of a horse. Wait, what? A Saudi husband has divorced his wife after seeing a picture of uh, on Facebook that she had posted of her kissing the cheek of a horse. Okay. Well, you know, considering how Saudis uh, stand on women's rights, I think he she actually got off pretty light. Well, he was very jealous. And he divorced his uh, divorced his wife after discovering that she had <gasps> kissed a horse on the cheek. And when she saw when he saw the picture of her with the animal on her Facebook page, the unnamed woman said she had published her photograph uh, kissing the cheek of the horse in the Gulf Kingdom, added, adding that she did not regret what she had done because she had done nothing wrong. So uh, the newspaper said that the man was so infuriated with jealousy that he filed for an immediate divorce because he felt like his wife was cheating on him for kissing. The horse. Well, yeah, that bastard horse needs to mind its own business. Yeah. Son of a bitch. Find his own mare. His mare. own little filly. Mare, right? That I yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought mare was... I don't know. Yeah, okay. mare's a female horse. Okay. Uh, well, the wife said that she is not sorry for what she did and not upset uh, for divorcing the man who cannot distinguish between humans and animals. She said she likes her picture and that she's not ashamed of it because it expresses her love for Arabian horses. Well, it maybe just, he has a point. Well, maybe she'd get a little freaky. Yeah. I mean, how into these horses is she? I guess there could be a backstory like we don't know about. It's kissing the cheek of the horse. There could be a backstory we don't know about. I don't, I don't know. Let's not talk about that. To Enum Claw, she goes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Washington will welcome you. That's right. <laughs> Next up, I do have an update from last week. Now, Greg, I remember you talking about a potential Sasquatch being seen last week. Yes. Well, I have come to differ. <laughs> God damn it, John. Don't post that stuff. I have come to tell you that, Greg, unfortunately, and Aaron, the Pennsylvania Bigfoot, who was seen in the woods... Yeah, the jogger, or, or hiker, or whatever. ...has been proven to be a hoax. Yeah. What? And let me show you the picture. I'm posting How the picture in the chat. Yeah, I followed up on this. Yep. The guy's full of shit. There you go. So there you go. Is this the Chewbacca mask? Uh, no, not the Chewbacca mask. This is the one... This is the tree stump. Okay. So this one, well, both of them have been disproven. but uh, So, of course, this claim came from a man by the name of John Stoneman. And this was last week. It was reported that he claimed he caught two Bigfoots uh, on camera in Pennsylvania last week. Uh, so a tipster actually contacted the Huffington Post, who knew Stoneman, and said that he thought that he was lying and had video pro- or photo proof of it. Sure enough, he went back to the site where they found the first initial photograph of Bigfoot. And lo and behold, 
It is an uprooted tree stump in the shape of what appears to be a moving Bigfoot. But uprooted, who uprooted the stump? Yeah, I'll exactly. <laughs> what did John Stoneman say? Nope, the, no, the tipster says uh, who knew John Stoneman. And he told, uh, through his source, he said it was a scam, and he claimed that, uh, that, that he actually knew that Stoneman knew that it was a fake Bigfoot, and the photo is a tree stump that had been uprooted by well drillers. Or is it entirely possible that the government visited him in the last week and then let him know that uh, what he had posted they need to help cover up, and he should deny that he saw this, and then they placed a fake stump there? Perfectly modeled after that picture in order to cover up the. Uh, Greg, if the you look at the Bigfoot picture type. with your eyeballs, which I know mm. you can see right now, you can clearly. It's a well-crafted see. fake stump. I can see that. Yeah. That they place there afterwards. Okay. I just wanted to ruin your dreams. Nope. Nope. Finally. I still believe it. I do have one weird story. Well, they're all weird stories, but this one comes out of. <laughs> wow! Real quick, Ryan in the chat just did point out uh, the government is shut down, so clearly they did not visit them. That is, <laughs> that is a, a fair assessment. Point. So does David. Yeah. That is a fair assessment. Finally, out of our sister to the north comes a story that I didn't quite believe. I actually looked it up to make sure that it was real, and apparently, to the best of my knowledge at this point, it is real. So this guy, uh, this guy's name that the story is about, his name is Mike Momany. He's 62 years Mo old. Mo money? Yeah. M- Mo, oh, I guess Mo money. Mo money. Mo money. Well, Mike Mo money, 62 years old, has started up a new business in Seattle. And that business is a company that he has created, which charges people who want to live like a homeless person for three days, $2,000 on how to do that. You pay $2,000 to his company where he will show you how to live like a homeless person for three days. Wow. Yes, to make the difference in the life of a homeless person, you can donate money, you know, buy them food, or you can pay $2,000 to live on the streets of Seattle for three days. After living on the streets for two months, Mike Momany uh, decided he wanted to give p- uh, privileged people a crash course into what it's like to not have a roof over your head, according to his website. So he's calling it the Course in Applied Homelessness, and he claims that over the course of the three days, he'll give participants insights into homelessness that they would other uh, that they would never otherwise experience. Does it say he's getting people to sign up? So it says on the first day, uh, he gives the participants a homeless makeover so that they can blend in on the streets. Uh, a simple life script and a simple life script. That what he is has in created. the script? I don't know. It doesn't say. Uh, so they can look and not only look the part after their makeover, but also feel, uh, feel the part as well. So after they pay him the $2,000 and take the course on how to look like a homeless person and get the simple life script, they then, then spend their first day touring. I should, you know, uh, This is quoted. I really hope this turns out to be an onion story. I hope so. But ha- so far it hasn't. No, no. Um, they, they, spend the, real. Yeah. they spend the day touring favored homeless spots. That he has found after being on the streets and is now charging $2,000 for people to do this. And uh, also sleep in homeless shelters for the two nights. So they take up room for people who actually need it. Well. Yep. Uh, participants uh, are taught how to panhandle, eat at Fair Start, a program where homeless people are trained by professional chefs, and then wind down at a hotel on the second day. On the final day, participants begin wandering the streets at 3 a.m., and wrap up the entire program with cocktails and a conversation about their experience. Oh. Wow. 
I mean, hey, good for him. If he can get people to pay for this. Sure. Good for him. More power to him. It might be better, perhaps if you're thinking of doing this, of maybe just... Donating all the money to... (laughs) Maybe volunteering at a shelter, finding Mm -hmm. a way. So he launched this uh, program a few weeks ago, but he's already collected, of course, a number of people who are, who are taking issue with pretty much every aspect of the program. Some, some are concerned with the fact that well-off tourists will take up precious spaces at shelters, and others are bothered by the fact that he's making money off of other people's misfortune. Uh, so somebody well, he's pointed, making money off of idiots. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is true. This is true. So uh, even so, when he's been asked about what he's going to do with the two thousand dollars that he charges these people to play homeless, you know, to pretend to be homeless people for three days on the streets of Seattle, which P.S. you do not want to be homeless on the streets of anywhere, let alone Seattle. No. Seattle's seedy as fuck. Like, yeah, no. you don't want to do that. Like Portland's pretty bad, but it's tame compared to Seattle. You do not want to be doing that. Um, all right. So uh, he said that he will be donating a portion of the funds <laughs> to the homeless. Sure. But he's not. He's not. Uh, Releasing whether or not uh, where the other distributed funds are going to go, probably to his bank account. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there we go. There's a man in Seattle. If you have two thousand dollars, would you have a donate button on funemploymentradio.com? Yes. Or you can pretend to be a homeless person for three days in wet, cold, freezing Seattle. So there you go. Wow. That, my friends, is your world of crazy. You can learn how to dress like him. I'm going to do it today, you guys. Not the dressing like a homeless person, because I kind of already am. <laughs> Go but, for it, Sarah. But I am going to. I'm. You know what? I'm doing it. I'm cleaning my kitchen today. Well, I was going to say you could pay me two grand, and you could sleep in the uh, in the weird closet in my attic. I'll totally let you sleep up there. You two should grand. start doing that. You should start giving away. Um, you should start selling haunted packages. Sure. You yeah. Know. Oh, whatever. I bet Greg whatever has you think. a haunted package but, for somebody. Uh-huh. Oh. <laughs> The problem, though, is that they're going to want to investigate while they're there. That's kind of how it goes. They can investigate just in that closet. Two grand, they can hang out in that closet all day long they want. Not the closet, the, the attic space. The, uh, well, the whole attic in, space. Uh, not the whole attic space. Not for $2,000? Are you serious? Yeah, they can go hang out in the closet. I'll close the door. They can hang out in there all day and then do whatever they want in there. Well, to an extent. Yeah, it's closed. Yeah, it's fine. Oh, John, I actually like this idea. John says, Sarah, you could charge people to clean your kitchen as a lesson to how filthy people live. <laughs> It's not bad. Like, if people think that they're kind of actually, that's so funny that he says that because when uh, Lisa Wood, when we were hanging out this past weekend, like, I went to pick her up and she actually told me in my car because my car. Yeah, your, two car's, things. your car's nasty to you. I've been it's in your not, car. Don't you use that word nasty. That's just mean. <clears throat> it has stuff in it. I, w- I went camping this it's summer. I never quite stuff. took all of the pillows stuff. and stuffs out of it. But Lisa did tell me that she's like, being in your car helps me feel a lot better about how dirty my car is. <laughs> she did tell me. She's like, I, she's like, I thought that maybe I was just alone in the fact that I had a dirty car, so I made her feel better. So maybe there is something. Still have food in the trunk? <sighs> no. Backseat now? No, yes. <laughs> in the front seat. So what? It's my, I told you, it's like my, uh, my, pers- my car alarm system. Nobody wants to touch that thing. That's true. It is I true. guess that's true. That well, is true. I mean, it's true. <laughs> I don't think you're going to find many treasures in there either. Mm-mm. No, you don't. Well, unless you consider like a mid-90s mixtape as a treasure. I do have a lot of those. Well, yeah, that's true. I have a ton of those. <sighs> yeah, that's kind of a disturbing prospect, too. Look at that. Mm. A Stouffer's French bread pizza from three years ago. <laughs> I can't wait. I do have a... a Shut up. No, you, What do you have what? in there? No, I have one that I forgot that I bought like two months ago and I forgot to take it <gasps> you out. You have a rotting pizza in your car? No, it's not pizza. It's a... 
God, I'm done. It's I'm like done pe- with today. It's like a I'm it's done. like a chicken noodle thing, isn't it? It's like a chicken and rice thing. Yeah. Is it still sealed? I'm done today. Yes, it's sealed. You know, like botulism is setting in, and it's just going to explode. I'm se- it's sealed. It's fine. Then again, your immune system has to be amazing at this point. I to rarely survive. get sick. Well, to survive both <laughs> your home and your vehicle, that is a lot. Yeah. That's putting the body through a lot right there. You've probably taken a few years off of your life from it. But sure. yeah. at the same time, you'll be able to survive if there is an outbreak or when the virus hits. You might survive a little bit longer than that. Or, no. like, or you're like a typhoid Mary. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Spreading it to all of us? Great. No. Thanks. I don't know. The only people that I know that are, are getting sick, I know a ton of people that have been getting sick, but they're mm-hmm. people that I have not seen in a while. Yeah. Whereas the people that I know like, will go and have you're, beers you're, you're with. You're buffering us. No, I'm fine. That's what I mean. Like you're, you're giving yeah, you're us fine. Your, I've yeah. been taking my vitamins. I've been, I've been real healthy, healthy. No, life. that's what I mean. People around you are being like exposed, so we also kind of have a little bit of shields. Mm. Okay, like you're helping our. So what this means is that at Sarah's birthday party, which is coming up, everyone should just lick her. Oh, and get some of her power. I don't want people to lick me. Yep, no, that's the quickest way. Yeah. Like when you send your kids over to get the chicken pox, so they get it. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Okay, everyone should should hug. And touch Sarah as much as possible on her birthday and absorb her, her antibacteria powers. Yep, which is your one day to celebrate on Wednesday. <laughs> you know what, fuck it. As soon as we're done with this, I'm cleaning up my car. I'm throwing some things into the dumpster for all of our dumpster diving friends out hey, there. put some stuff in the chair. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, the chair. Yeah, the chair. Put it by the chair. Yeah, that's a, good, that's a good idea. Well, yeah, according to birthday rules, though, you have two more. Two to, in two days, you get to celebrate. Which will be fantastic for you. And then that's it. Well, well doesn't she get over. the weekend also? Because it falls on a Wednesday. No, well, no, because she's already celebrating on Wednesday. Now, if she wasn't celebrating on Wednesday, then she could get a two-day reprieve in which she could delay no, the birthday celebration. No, we're talking about how the Wednesday will I work. I thought she's doing a Saturday thing. Yeah, well, I'll do, uh, well, I'm going to celebrate on my birthday proper, but I mean, there are going to be like two separate, you know, separate instances. Like yeah, the one's going to, Wednesday's going to be on my, uh, on my birthday proper. And then my friend who has a similar birthday to me, we're doing something for our birthdays together right. on the weekend. Right. But, well, no, but that doesn't count. That one won't be, uh, won't be associated with that. So Wednesday, we're going to Lost and Found. Fantastic sponsor of Fun Employment Radio. Right. Which, uh, which that's where we'll be hanging out because that is your actual birthday. So we can hang out and, and celebrate it on then. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, though, that's done. You've used up your birthday. Your, your birthday stuff. Oh, that's stuff. too bad. It's but over. Can, but people can choose to buy her drinks later. She just uh, can't ask for it. They could choose to. Yeah, I'm not asking for them. They but I'll, but, I'll call, but I will call them birthday drinks also. I know mm-hmm. it'll make you angry. Um... <sighs> See, it is being noted that I can do Wednesday and Saturday because since it is on a Wednesday, I can have a smaller no. gathering on my birthday. Eh. And then because a lot of people can't make it on Saturday or vice versa. People can't make it on there, Wednesday. There are ways you could get around that according to birthday rules, but it has to take a reprieve and a grant to especially give you this extra day. And I don't think we're going to be able to get that done. So I think it's just going to have to be Wednesday. Who, who runs birthday rules? Yeah, because I was well, going to say, if these are your birthday rules, clearly I don't charge listen of it. to you. Someone's got to be in charge of the birthday rules. I mean... I didn't necessarily write the birthday rules, even though I'm writing them out, but the they've always been common knowledge. The government shut down, so no one can be enforcing these rules right now. Well, it's Oh, like, that's true. It's I mean, like Thunderdome out there. So in the birthday rules handbook, section one is actually the most important part where it does describe determining the proper day to party uh, to celebrate your birthday. And so since you've already determined Wednesday is your actual birthday, it is on a Wednesday, sometimes you can get a reprieve to go two days later, but since you're celebrating on Wednesday and everyone's going to be there, that's your one day and then that's it. Afterwards, you cannot bring up the word birthday anymore in your uh, celebration. No, I believe that I can. Also, solicitation of gifts, the gifts that goes into section two. I've never asked anybody we for were... gifts. I'm not doing that. I'm just saying... <laughs> you spoilers just imply. She, spoilers, Sarah needs plates soon. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, yeah, and then, I mean, then it goes into section three and four and five and all the, these different things because there's how many gifts can you accommodate from one person. The combining of birthday parties are specific rules about that, but since you're already using your birthday on Wednesday, Saturday, you're not allowed to combine your birthday with someone else, so that means that it's the other person's birthday. And then, you know, it just, it just goes on and on. It just goes on and on. There's, there's several different sections. I'm actually up to section eight in the birthday rules right now. So I'll have all these written out for you. It's explained. It's very clear. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Okay, thanks mm-hmm. for that. Mm-hmm. You're a uh, giant is there, dickhead. Is there the nibbler clause that, that all rules are... Well, there can always be specific grants can be given under under specific situations, but you know an appeal has to be filed, and uh, I have to hear it. There's got to be some arbitration involved. There's all kinds of different things that have to happen in order to, to go around... God, I'm so tired of him One talking. of the birthday rules. I don't even know what it means anymore. I know. It's just like jumbled words. Whatever, I'm not going to let you ruin my day. Aaron! Yes! Drive time at the drive-in oh, wow, today. Got a little Dr. Science yes. here. Yes, oh, God. That might be my favorite part of Dr. Science. I hate it. It's my <laughs> least favorite. <laughs> Someday I want to experience it live. No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, today, drive time at the drive-in at 5.30. I am kicking off Horror Movie Month. Shockers. I was going to play nothing but horror movie scores no. all month. No. No. Um, but it's going to start a little low-key, at least musically. Uh, tonight, I am going to be playing the extended version of the score to The Thing. Oh, John Carpenter's awesome. The Thing. Um, which, even though it's not my favorite John Carpenter film, I think it's his best movie. That movie's awesome. I really like the it. The Thing is great. It's yeah. terrifying. Yeah. My personal favorite is Big Trouble in Little China. Mm. Well, and Halloween kind of gets all the glory, because Halloween really kicked off the slasher genre. Mm-hmm. But I think in terms of filmmaking, The Thing is his best work ever. And so yeah. you're going to play the the entire soundtrack? The entire soundtrack. Awesome. Uh, about, I think a little over a year ago, they were able to release a restored and re-recorded soundtrack that has something like six extra tracks oh, that are in cool. the film that but were never officially released in the first time they released the soundtrack. So I'm going to be playing that today at 5.30. Awesome. Awesome. And then a new... Uh New Axel Housewives at 7. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. I think something tells me they'll be talking about doing Halloween and haunting on the cheap. Nice. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Oh, I like the sound of that. Yeah. All of this live at funemploymentradio.com. Woo! Awesome. Uh, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Uh, Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Uh, um, um, I just wanted to do that because you kept doing it afterwards. Uh, uh, go to funemploymentradio.com yes. Click on the Amazon link if you're going to be purchasing anything from Amazon It would be fantastic if you did so It's just one extra click, costs you nothing And helps us immensely It's what true What are you doing? Nothing, what are you doing? I don't know I I'm don't writing know my own birthday over rules over here No, you are not allowed to do that There's mm. only one set we of birthday rules We should compare rules. and then have people vote no, to see who it doesn't matter There is no voting fair. The birthday rules are set in stone and I that's it so. I'm just merely presenting them to the world these are unwritten rules that everybody already knows. I'm just writing them down finally. I'm doing mankind a favor. Okay. Mankind. Meh. Those words <laughs> have, new have new meaning today. <laughs> Best space movie ever. <laughs> All right. Thank you, guys. You are so awesome. We really appreciate you tuning in. Fun Employment Radio. It's like the last day things. of my birthday month tomorrow. Woo! It is not your birthday month. You don't get an entire month. I do. Aaron Durant, thanks. Yeah, thank you. All right, we'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Check up. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.